You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Homegrown. Homegrown artisanal podcastery mm-hmm. from, uh, from, from two boys. From our podcast kitchen to yours. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. <laughs> our, our Paula Dean-style <laughs> podcast, because right now we're just, just eating shit that's killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I gotta man, gotta have to cash in on that New Year's resolution pretty pretty hard. Bad time of year to buy new clothes. <laughs> Made that mistake, mm. and it's like a week later, it's like these motherfuckers don't fit as well as they did when I bought them <laughs> before Christmas. Oh, too shit. loose or too tight? Too fucking tight, man. Uh, well, now it's a good time of year. That way, you got then now you get your goal shirt. My goal shirt, yeah, more like yeah. goal pants. Goal everybody, pants. everybody, like. There has been so much conversation about my bulge that it is like your, your dick bulge, yeah, and your tight pants, yeah. Can't want, can't really lose dick weight. Can't lose dick weight. Lord knows. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I guess that's true. But that's been like a topic of conversation. <laughs> Tyler, you're fat. My dick. <laughs> that's truly what you mean. Otherwise, I'm going to cry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been mentioned at least three times in the last two weeks. So it's like a lot of conversation about my balls. At least not conversation, just comments. And it's like, like right. at randos at work, or like Nikki's like going around the house, like hello. Well, Nikki loves it because yeah. I asked her about it, and she was like, "Yeah, I like that." And it's like, well, I I like that you like it, but I don't like it when people talk about it at work. Chris, Chris Black. Chris Black was involved. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> click, click, click. All lined up. <laughs> so, yeah. My, my bulge. Yeah. Lovely lady bulge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, That's what that song is about, right? <laughs> you guys remember the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Is it 2020 when this publishes? It is. Yep. <laughs> Hi. I hope you had a good uh, holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying your yeah your black eyed peas. Done. That's a thing you You're eat. About to have cabbage right? your black eyed peas pretty soon for your dollars and change for the new year. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, game uh, two old guys play old games. Yeah, I don't just talk about my bulge. <laughs> we also I mean, talk that's about fine. we can do that. We do bulge cast. You want to do it? We'll have to bring on Casey. Yeah, he mentioned he mentioned lot. my bulge. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, we saw that photograph. <laughs> oh of us yeah yeah yeah. In the yeah, lost yeah. city of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's actually where it started. And then, yeah, it turns out that was not an isolated event. That was the first time I asked Nikki about it. I was like, is this like a problem? And she's like, it is not a problem. And it's like, I feel like it's a problem. Is my, is my dick too big? Is my dick too big? <laughs> I mean, I know, when it's, I know when it's excited, it's too big. It's not. But, like, <laughs> but when it's not excited, people see it? <laughs> well, this week... Courtesy of the randomizer, we are discussing Prince of Persia. You know, I already regret bringing up my bulge because all it's going to do is create more conversation about it. No, everybody stop it. Stop thinking about Dave's bulge right now. We're not talking about it. We're done. If we could restart this, that would be really cool. (laughs) If you want to. No, it's all right. (laughs) 
Prince of Persia, Prince not the Sands of, of Time. Persia for the SNES. Didn't know there was a version on the SNES. Yeah, I also did not know this existed. Um, but I'm your beard host, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. And before we delve into it, we got this package right here. Yeah? From another another fat, fat package boy. Before we get into this fat package boy's package, my name is Dave. I'm your bespectacled host. And I needed to get that out there because I never say that. It's for every bespectacled for, host. For like anybody who's listened, I never introduced myself. Anybody who started <laughs> listening within the last year, they're like, Man, if Dave's name wasn't in the it's, title of the it's show. It's Tyler and that guy who actually knows stuff about games. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tyler and then, I don't know the guy's name, but I don't know. Uh, I have a question for you before we get into this fat package. That, that, that other guy? The other one who likes coconut? The other one? <laughs> the other yeah. one. How did things turn out with the uh, Tervis Tumblr, the Tumblr with your boy that your that your mom was gonna get Artsy AJ? How did that How did that all go down? Um, and listeners know from three two to three true, episodes ago. There's like it's an unsolved mystery. She did not want to do the proper spelling, so we just went with her name. Just put her name on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And yep. how was so, how was it received? She knows the story. Artsy yeah, Archie knows the story. Yeah. Was highly amused <laughs> and is totally okay with yeah. her full name. <laughs> All right. Well, that's like one of those where it's like she does not generally like like what we call her because we call her a shortened version of her name. Mm. But she likes her entire name, so her oh, entire name is on call it. her Art 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 J Art J. All right. Well, I've been kind of like living in suspense. Waiting to see how everything went. Grim asked me last night oh, during yeah? your stream, like, by the way, how'd that turn out? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's a great story that came out of it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> from her perspective, that's the better gift than getting the actual Tumblr with yeah. your boy on it. Because that might get old eventually. That story is never going to get fucking old. <laughs> never. She'll tell that story to her children, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all her your boy children. All, all the your... children of that. <laughs> your boys. How do you know that one's yours? Because I tattooed your boy on it. <laughs> Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy with an eye. <laughs> is it a boy or a girl? Doesn't matter. Does <laughs> nope. it? Nope. No, you're goddamn business what it is. <laughs> it's a kid. All right. So inside this package was this this note. All right. Happy holidays to a couple of spicy boys. B O I S. Spicy boys. Spicy boys. Don't en- worry, there's an achievement for that later. Enjoy the shirts and books. The hoodie is a bonus. <laughs> is it a Ryu hoodie? If it fits, keep it. If not, feel free to add it to a giveaway. All right. So I think my giveaway, because Nate Glines will be at prom, and so will Matt Cowan. So the stuff I'm supposed to mail out, I'll just give you in person. <laughs> so <laughs> How did- about that? I don't like going to the post office so much, I'll just give it to you in person. <laughs> So did Matt Cowan win the other Ryu? I was just letting him borrow Skyrim for oh. the Switch. <laughs> okay, I was. I felt a moment of relief there, where it's like, oh, we don't have the Sword of Damocles, aka Ryu hoodie, hanging over our heads anymore. Maybe the other one, we just like everyone who comes to prom, we'll draw it out of a hat and give whoever somebody at prom the other one. All right, I like that. that what size? They're huge, right? They're very big. How big? Uh, extra, extra largest, maybe. All right. Extra largest. Enough that they were free. Okay. Right. Yeah. Th- yeah. That big. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're huge. Yeah. I mean, I wore an extra large and it was big on me. So yeah. uh, feel free to give it away. Merry Christmas. 
to the the Moors and the Hollands. It's like the Moons, the Moons from Master Mold. When I was in high school, I lived down the street from the Moons, so we had the Moors and the Moons. Yeah, yeah, we feuded. We didn't. All right, here is. Oh shit! I can already see something in the corner, and I love it. Is this a shirt? What is this? Sweatpants? This is a Castlevania thing? It looks like Castlevania. It's a hooded Castlevania shirt. What size is that? Small. Oh, no. (laughs) That's a small? That looks looks like a big one. I think this would fit you. Yeah, that might fit me. That ain't fitting me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. No, this won't fit. (laughs) That's fine. We'll find a tiny human we'll give it to. I'll give it to you, boy. Small people in Tadfog Nation, let us know who you are. We'll do. We'll do a small raffle. Yeah. Oh, there is a poster that. Nice, dude. That's all set up like uh, like Yoshi's house. It looks like in the, Super Mario the World. first world in Super Mario World. Yeah. I'll put this on my Instagram along with Ross Rachel Green's. Nice. Uh, What's it say? The it Nation. Says, the Nation Podcast Family, family tree. tree. So all the fruits are. The names of other podcasts. So, listed Tadpog. Who? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. Experience Grind, Hops and Heroes, Street Pizza, Digital Cartridge, Loaded Cart, Nerdy Thursday, Kate Podcasters, MacTac, Sad Panda, and Stale Popcorn. The only one on there that I've heard of is MacTac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't know who these Tadpog are. But there are two are. of them. Nice, sweet, pretty sweet. You know what I love the best about that poster? What? No one asked me to design it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's the that's the gift in itself. Okay, I love I love this. It's a book with a bat on it. Is that a Donnie Jeffcoat bat? That's what I thought for a second, but at the bottom Earthbound? it says Earthbound, Earthbound by Ken Bauman. Boss Fight Books presents Earthbound. An RPG for the Super NES that flopped when it first arrived in the U.S., Earthbound grew in fan support and critical acclaim over the years, eventually becoming the all-time favorite game of thousands. Me, there are me, dozens of us. <laughs> including author Ken Bauman. Featuring a heartfelt forward from the game's North American localization director, Marcus Lindblom, Bauman's Earthbound is a joyful rendition of history, criticism, and memoir. Sweet. So that one's probably for me, yep. if I were to guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then inside is this T-shirt. Gone fishing. Says, what is, is that? Fishing. Is that Albert Fish? I think that's Albert Fish. <laughs> <laughs> that that is fucking amazing. That's funny. And we have to give it to John Turner. That's <laughs> man. That's amazing. Oh, that is funny. That's oh. so... I'll take a picture of that and tweet last podcast on the left. That there that's you go. Amazing. There you go. Nice. <laughs> that's hilarious. Then here's one with your name on it, Dave. Oh, you want shit. This one? Sure. I'll kind of maybe throw it at me. I don't know. All right. I'll open things with keys. Hear that? It's the sound of a 2011 uh, Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sweet, bro. Yeah. No, it is, though. I can really like your car. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Tadpog. <laughs> Don't like the fact that I'm driving a 2011 Honda Accord. <laughs> Do something about it. Fix it. <laughs> no, it's a huge upgrade from that Celica. Holy God. That thing what? was... What? I trashed that thing, man. That's why, like, I... I don't know. That's why I keep the Honda clean because it's like I don't want to go back to living the way that I was living in that 2000 The sour milk mobile? Yes. 
I never I never smelled anything in your in your car. But then again, I can't smell anything, so all right, what do we got in here? First of all, right off the right off the bat, a fucking sick this is awesome. A sick paperboy magnet. That's awesome. Hey. I know where that's going. As soon as I get home, it's going on the filing cabinet. And then I believe that this is the companion shirt. Yes. It's perfect. Another one. Perfect. Gone fishing. <laughs> oh my God. God, that's awesome. And then let's see. One last thing in here. Oh. It is a Bubble massive wrap. tome. That is a big ass book. Oh, I've seen that. I saw that at the uh, Chicago Arcade Expo. The Ultimate Guide to the SNES Library. That's awesome. That is amazing. That's huge. How many pages is that? It's a Girth Brooks. 449 pages. Good Lord. That's an oversized book, too. That's a coffee table book. See, so we could do Dave Reads from the Ultimate SNES Library Guide and then, and then take 10 minutes. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then I'll describe the photographs in uh, Perfect. Yeah, excruciating detail. Well, Norm MacDonald this. You want to check? Absolutely. <sighs> Please excuse our chair noises at our extremely large, uh, long, bulgy Bruce Wayne table. Going right to the peas because today we're talking about Prince of Persia. Wow, they got uh, Super Famicom games in here, too. Because there are a lot of those that I see when I scroll through my uh, my retro pie. A lot of cool Famicom-looking games that I would like to one day do. Yeah. No, there's some there and are some prototype really prototype games cool ones. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. The Peacekeepers. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who just bought the Peacekeepers not too long ago? <laughs> for it was how me. much? Uh, I got it for... I got it in a lot with five other games for $10 less than the Peacekeeper sells alone. All right. Just needed to be cleaned up a little bit. That's okay. That was the problem, where it's like it had a sticker on the label, which is always dangerous, because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, man. You pull this fucking sticker off, it might tear the label, mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, then it's not really that Throw great. Throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goodbye. So, uh, yeah. Did you clean it off successfully? Yeah, it's all good. Sweet. Yeah, all good. Lots of pee games. <laughs> Are you ready to get into? Are you ready to get into sure, it? Sure, let's do into it. The game? Thank you very, Mike. That was an amazing package. Thank you very, very much, Master Mold. Thank you. And hey, I've been meaning to thank you for the longest time for doing the twelve days of Christmas on the Tadbog Nation Facebook page, uh, where Master Mold just gave away a game each day. Hell yeah! Uh, and then I know that he gave like two codes for. Um, which I never participate in because I feel yeah. like it's for everybody else. Yeah, but absolutely. fuck, it's hard because I want to take some of that shit. Yeah, there there was one game in particular where it's like, God damn it, I want to jump on that. But I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, and he even mentioned, he's like, yeah, you guys can get on this too. And it's like, dude, I feel like. I feel bad enough. Like, yeah, I already, we already hey, get. people that give us money, I'm going to take this game yeah, too. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah. thanks, bye. Yeah, we're good. We get, we, uh... <laughs> All right, here it is, Prince of Persia. All right. You hear that, Dave? Uh. I do audibly oh. hear. Look at this book. Look at this floppy boy. <laughs> Flop it in. We get to. We could do a whole fun character where it's, it's like Flopsy the book. It's Flopsy. It's, it's Flopsy like, the yeah. ultimate SCDS guide. Hey Flopsy, what are you doing here? Well, I'm just here to tell you about Prince of Persia. That's what he sounds like. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Flopsy, I don't like your voice. Do you mind if I do it? Well, I'm a little offended. <laughs> 
You don't have to be rude about it. Uh, of course they hear that, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Country. That's okay. the NES Punk. All right. Uh, Prince of Persia, according to uh, Mr. Pat. Genre, platformer, puzzle. This is going to take a really long time. <laughs> Release date, November 1992. Uh, came out in North America, uh, and it was developed originally by uh, Broderbund Software. You know them. Broderbund. Yeah. Uh, but I know that it was published, and I know that because Flopsy the book. I told you that. Uh, it was published. Shut up, Dave. No, you shut up. <laughs> no, you shut up, book. <laughs> Don't test me, man. I've had a rough fucking month. All right? <laughs> Flopsy. Uh, the, it was developed by originally by Broderbond Software. Uh, it was published for the Super Nintendo by Konami, uh, and it was ported by Arsis Software. Uh, availability, common. I do like that. <laughs> I like the yeah. availability in there. That's a nice, real, that's a nice touch. Um, and then there's a nice write-up about the game, but I'm not going to get into that because... That's what we're here for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Flopsy. It's pretty good. I think we do that. Yeah. That's All nice. Right. Okay. We'll leave it up to the listeners. Okay. Did you like Flopsy? <laughs> if you didn't, we'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll draw a target on him and Matt Cowan can shoot arrows at him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, if I weren't afraid of, like, angering the uh, NES punk, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the NES punk, not the SNES, so I've... It's true. He's straight out of your lane. Pat, but it's still cool. Thank yeah, you. it's absolutely <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's see. So, Prince of Persia. I've 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 heard a lot about this. A lot, a lot, a lot about this. I've seen screenshots. I've seen videos. You've seen I, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie, right? No, I hadn't. But I haven't either. <laughs> I was gonna watch it for this show, but then I was like, I don't want to get a subscription to Stars, so <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. And then people were like, Well, why didn't you just download it from Mr. Bay? And I was like. I don't want to take a chance to go to jail for downloading The Prince of Persia. <laughs> Why are you here? 2010s. Yeah, exactly. What are you in for? Downloaded 2010 Prince of Persia. Let me put my dick out of your mouth. Hold on. <laughs> right. Now, why are you here? Flopsy, help. <laughs> Flopsy, help me put his penis in my mouth again. <laughs> Can't help you. <laughs> but I, I never actually played it until we had to do it for the show. Okay. I was excited initially when you said Prince of Persia. I was like, fuck you yeah. You were excited. Here is a game I've heard of. Uh, I know it's beloved by many. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be awful because we get so much random shit. The random Ronser likes to shovel in our mouths. What do you mean? You never heard of, you've never heard of the Peacekeepers? <laughs> the King the, Arthur and the football team? The Peacekeepers. Team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it turns the out. The Knights I, of Justice. The Knights of Justice. Thank there you. There we go. It turns out I completely forgot that my least favorite genre of game in the whole world is Racing the cinematic games. platformer. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> racing games are close, but I can name like some racing games I do enjoy. Can't name a cinematic platformer I like. Yeah. Did you get to any of the racing levels in Prince of Persia? Did no. you make it that far? No. <laughs> <laughs> the go-karting levels? <laughs> Prince of Persia, kart racer. <laughs> you mm. just... Hit the gas and you die. <laughs> yeah, you die a lot in Prince of Persia, so that Prince makes sense. of Persia, playing this, I feel like this was absolutely the inspiration for Cat Mario. Because it is, no. it is, man, it feels like it is fucking with you. Oh, it's fucking with you. But like, I feel like Cat Mario is designed in a way where it's like, 
like going out of its way to fuck with you. Like where it's like, there aren't any clues to like figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. I feel like in Prince of Persia, look. Well, in level one, there's that very long fall down and there are like, there's like a ladder on the left side, but you have no way of knowing which side it's on until you go down. Wait, what are you talking about? Because I, because I feel like there was one room, and then there's a descent where you go down, and there are like these little like log type ladder things going down that you oh, yeah. slowly inch your way down. Okay, but you don't really know which side they're on. You don't until you just fall. So of nope. course you got to hang from the ledge. So I was just like, you hang fell down. Got to hang from the ledge. <laughs> That's what this game. I think that it is. I really like this game. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I've got a history with this game, and that does definitely temper my my criticism of it. Mm-hmm. It's. Man, when I was in sixth grade, we had typing. We Actually, it was called keyboarding, I think was the name of the class, where we learned how to type. And it's like, if you get done with your assignment fast enough, uh, then you can go play a game. Because that was, the, mm-hmm. that was the, mm-hmm. the classroom in the school that had all the computers. And they had um, an Apple II in there, but they also had a Mac, a Macintosh in there. And on the, the Macintosh was Prince of Persia. And I never got far enough in that game to even get the fucking sword. Uh, which blew my mind because I would like, I think it was, I think it was Lord Matt Barger, I think who I watched play. And like, he blew my mind because he had the sword and he could kill guys and everything. (laughs) But I think that for the most part, I think Prince of Persia is a very fair game. I think that it is, um, not forgiving. I feel like in this is absolutely 100% has to be a sentence that no one has ever uttered because no one ever draws, draws any kind of conclusions to Dark Souls ever. But I think that it's Dark Souls-esque in the where where it's like... Or Dark Souls is Prince of Persia-esque. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But I do think, I think... I think that most people know are more people are familiar with Dark Souls than they are Prince of Persia, yeah. which I I don't know if that's true. That's just my perception of it. Uh, so that's why I put it that way. But it's like Prince of Persia. Every time I die in Prince of Persia, almost every time I die in Prince of Persia, it's like, oh, okay, I should have hung from that ledge instead of just dropping down. Because mm-hmm. if I would have like just held, held on to A, I would have like in the instance that you were Sometimes talking about. It's not very easy to to hang on that ledge or jump over that cliff <laughs> no, or It's true. It's not <laughs> this is not an easy game. Mm-mm. This is not an easy game at all. I'll, this is a challenging game. Yeah. And, I, and I think that goes back to where it's like it feels like Dark Souls, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like Dark Souls is one of those games where it's like I don't think I'll ever beat Dark Souls. Yeah. I just don't think I will cuz I don't want to look anything up, but at the same time it's like if I don't look shit up, I'm not I'm never going to make it through this game. I think Prince of Persia is a little different. I think I could make it through it, but it is like Prince, you die so many times in Prince of Persia just figuring the level out. Yeah. And that's the part that really reminded me of Dark Souls, where it's like, because that's how I played it, where it's like, I don't know, man, I guess I just go down this tower and see what's there. Oh, I died. Am I supposed to go that way? And then I go down again, Mm. get past that night or whatever the fuck, and be like, oh, I'm in this new area. And that's kind of the feeling that I got playing Prince of Persia. Mm -hmm. Because I, I mean, I see where this was an important game and where people would enjoy it. <laughs> no, I, I, sure. I, I, I did not. I did not. No, I no. Mean, I, I enjoyed it to a point, but once it was just like, I'm going to go to this next screen. Okay, I'm dead. Yeah. Okay, go to this next screen. going to jump over that. Okay, I'm dead. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to the next screen again. Jump over that. Jump over that. Okay, now I'm dead. You're dead. Okay, go back again. Yeah. Jump over that. Jump over that. Jump over that. Don't do that. Okay, I'm dead. Yeah. Okay, go back to the beginning again. <laughs> jump over that. Because it was just like inch by inch progress. And I was just, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So that was, it was just, 
And then if you don't do everything perfect, like, okay, I, I miss timing that jump ever so slightly, okay, I'm dead. Yes. So that's just... I mean, welcome to Agrabah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think, I get it. I understand why you don't like it. Yeah. And it, I think that's just personal taste. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's just personal taste. Like, I think this game, everything about this, I could totally understand why why you enjoyed it. But, yeah, I, I enjoy it. And it's like, it's one of those where it's like, I got to, there are 20 levels in this game, which is a big deal um, because the original version. Fuck 20 levels. <laughs> yeah. The original version only has 12. Uh, the SNES version has eight extra levels. And um, the whole like construct of this game is we haven't really gotten into that. You, yeah, most people listening know what Prince of Persia is. And as a cinematic platformer, so it's a realistic run and jump platforming game. Yes, and you play a um, a strange man in a strange land, a street urchin, essentially, uh, who has riff raff street, street rat, rat. If you buy that. <laughs> Uh, did you also rewatch Aladdin for this episode? Because I did. Brother, I've seen Aladdin so many times I don't have to rewatch it. Uh, I got done watching Aladdin and uh, The Return of Jafar was recommended. And I turned to Nikki and I was like, you know, I've never seen this and I don't mm. think that I want to. <laughs> it narratively, I enjoy it the most. Really? Okay. Narratively. Because like. I know Robin fucking, Williams isn't in there. But like. Homer is. Art, <laughs> characters. No Robin Williams, like in all, in all of that regard, it is the poorest because it basically looks like the because Aladdin did have a daytime cartoon, right? It is the daytime cartoon as a movie, mm. but it is a little darker because you're fucking with like Jafar's evil, back, like like evil, super powerful Jafar. Gotcha. So I like that part of it, but I mean, I could see it's it's certainly an acquired taste of a of a. Aladdin film. I watched it for the. I watched the original Aladdin, the first Aladdin. Um, so fucking good, so good. I watched. That's like, my favorite Disney movie. Is it? Yeah. It's it's up there for me too. But I will say that like I haven't. I don't think I'd seen Aladdin and like since I was a kid. And watching it through an adult's eyes, my big takeaway was that was fucking short. That's a <laughs> short movie. It's like an hour or something. Yep. You know, it's not. But I mean, it just feels like super short. And it's like I remember being a kid and being like. Oh wow! This is like a that's like a five hour is it epic tomorrow? cartoon, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is this Lawrence of Arabia? I'm hearing oh, so much about it. Oh so long. God, I've never seen Lawrence of Arabia. Have no, you? Neither have I. Neither have I. No. Neither have I. <laughs> I started reading um, One Thousand and One Nights, uh, which right. I'd never read, mm-hmm. and um, that is a long book. And I started reading because I was like, I don't know, man. This is like based on that. Those stories, like Aladdin and the Lamp and all mm-hmm. that. Let me read some of this. Uh, and I started reading it, and it's like the first story in the book, the moral of it is, hey, man, is your wife asking you a bunch of questions? Take her in the closet and beat her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is definitely written in the Middle Ages. I guess that's different. The Bible would us to take her to the street and beat her. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This isn't even a religious book. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to teach me here, book? Too lukewarm with its morals. No thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did think that was like a really, that's a really strong way to lead. And it's like, <laughs> all right, I know what I'm getting into. And I specifically chose the version because like there's so many adaptations of 1001 Nights. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, which one do I read? And I'm scrolling through and the one that caught my eye was like, this one, this one was criticized for being over-sexualized. That one. <laughs> That's the one I want to read. I I have also met that same criticism book. 
We have that in common. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right. Meet your wife. Okay. All right. I don't know about that. I'll check with her. And see Doesn't if she's okay sound with it. sexual enough. <laughs> right. Second story. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So anyway, I'm going to continue reading it. I'm going to get through that motherfucker. It's a long. It's a long ass book. Oh, because what this game? Because it's not just just cinematic platforming. Because there's also once you get your sword and you run into various other besorted enemies that the controls shift yeah. a little bit and you go into a almost I would dare say a mini game of of dueling of parrying and and hitting. It turns into a fighting game, yeah. essentially, which is which makes sense. A Bushido Blade style fighting game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does because you're using weapons and it's like I mean, anytime hit hit dead. Yeah, and it depends on how many. How many potions you have. Units of life, which are measured in potions in the Super Nintendo game. Uh, You start out with three, but I mean, as you're exploring, uh, you find potions that increase it. Like, you find heart pieces, essentially, to, like, do a Zelda analog. But it's like um, the Jordan Mechner, the creator of Prince of Persia, the game he did before Prince of Persia was a fighting game. Mm, Okay. And a lot of people... uh, Sorry, I'm drinking my my White Claw. Yeah, back on the White Claw, I noticed. It's the last one. In the in Wait existence. a minute, no, this is the one from last week. I wonder why it was flat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, Everyone expected Jordan Mechner to make a sequel to the fighting game, which I don't have the name of in front of me. I think it's called Karateka, uh, but it is like he didn't do that. He made Prince of Persia instead, <laughs> and I guess Broderbund was like, Okay, <laughs> uh, we'll publish it, and then it became way bigger than his mm-hmm. than that that first game. Um, Which, to my understanding, there was nothing really like it at the time. Like it was absolutely a standout absolute, title. Yeah, absolutely. Like I remember playing this for the first time, and it was it was so different, man. I mean, like because all the all the sprites are animated through like rotoscoping, mm-hmm. and like he, what he filmed his brother running and jumping, and yeah. And uh, a lot of the a lot of the fights, like you were talking about the sword fighting, um, when it shifts into sword fighting, essentially you can move forward, you can move backwards, you can uh, attack, or you can parry. And again, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Again, like not to bring up like this feels more like Assassin's Creed to me. Like and like mm. people have said that Assassin's Creed is. Heavily based oh, on Prince 100%. of Persia, like yeah. I mean, they're essentially like this. Essentially, Assassin's Creed could very well be three D Prince three D Prince of Persia, yeah. especially even with the Knights Templar and stuff, where it like mixes that kind of stuff, where it's like you know different cultures coming mm-hmm. and clashing. Like I mean, even that is kind of like yeah, that might be something there. But uh, like the combat reminded me of Assassin's Creed, where it's all like, but much much more difficult. Combat in Assassin's Creed is easy as hell, where you like wait for your moment, parry, and then attack, yeah. and then that's how you that's how you fight. The enemies or are, do like I do sometimes, just fucking rush up there, swinging your sword, hope you get it. And yeah. If you don't, run off till everyone's <laughs> yeah. not paying attention to you. Jump in some hay, circle back around, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> right, man. I really enjoyed the first Assassin's Creed, um, but yeah, there, as far as I know, there's no hay in uh, Prince of Persia. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, maybe there's a rom hack. <laughs> Hay is Put added. haystacks at the end of every huge, massive fall. <laughs> right. There are moments where I wish there was hay or somewhere to hide because it's like I got to a part in the game where um, 
there was an unkillable skeleton with a sword, and it's like I remember you're like running around, yeah. and he's like tyrant Resident Evil Two, just like just, shuffling after you. Yeah, because I mean, it's like I would move to another screen and be like, he probably won't follow me, right? Nope, here he is, just yeah. like marching forward with his with his scimitar <laughs> drawn. Uh, and essentially, you have to, if you want to get rid of him, you have to attack him. And each time you attack him, it pushes him back. You have to push him back and make him fall down a pit. Mm-hmm. And then you think you're done with him. And later on, you travel down in that same level. You descend a ladder. There he is. And then he's <laughs> crushed by a trap. And it's like, man, what a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what? A, like, that's a cool detail that didn't have to be in this game, you know? Yeah. That could have been another guard, you know? It didn't have to be a skeleton. Very true. Um, so, yeah, there's like... It's one of those games where it's like I, if you do not like cinematic platformers, you're not gonna like it because it is very much. It's the granddaddy of cinematic platformers. Mm-hmm. Like this is the one. Like this is the cinematic platformer from which all cinematic platformers spawn. I mean, I liked it better than Flashback and Out of This World. Yeah, well, so it's it's got that going for you. And as critical as I am of cinematic platformers, yeah, I like this one better than those. I like this. I like this one better than those two. Um, but I think a lot of it is like definitely tied to nostalgia and, but also it's, I don't know. It's one of those where it's for whatever reason, it's fun for me to figure it out in Prince of Persia. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's because of the setting. And I think it's because of, um, when you're not fighting guards and skeletons, you are essentially, there's a lot of platforming in this game. Mm -hmm. Like, like it puts out of this world puzzle, and flashback platforming. Yeah, I feel like those two games. Um, where's the pressure plate? Where's the the unpressure plate? Where's right, the collapsing floor. Where's right. The- yes, because you're constantly looking for. Like you'll find a gate. Like a good example is at the end of every level because you're you are in a dungeon. Jafar put you in a dungeon uh, because you're street street rat riffraff and um, the only thing the Sultan is out fighting a war. Jafar, the the uh, vizier, is going to go, uh, capture the throne, and the only thing that sta- that's standing in his way is the princess. And you and the princess are friends. You're hanging out, having a having a garden picnic, and Jafar to get your dick wet, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're working the bulge. You're trying to get the dick wet, <laughs> and the guards show up. They grab you. They bring you to the to the dungeon, and the princess. They never call her Jasmine, but come on, Jasmine. <laughs> but it is fair to say Aladdin came out after this game did in 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, the princess gets locked away. Jafar shows up, and he summons this giant hourglass. This, this, this. Um, Which happens in Aladdin. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But in Aladdin, Jasmine's inside of it. Yeah. It's much more dramatic, you know? And Prince of Persia, it's just a giant. Well, he just summons a giant one in front of her yeah. and it's like, deal with this. And then he turns around and walks away. Uh, and contemplate your mortality (laughs) with the inevitable march of time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Much like the skeleton that you'll find in the dungeon. (laughs) Uh, but it's one of those where it's like, he gives her an ultimatum. It's like, you can either, you have two hours, you have two hours to decide whether or not you will marry me or you will die. And that's important because those two hours that's the amount of time you have. That is a very cool mechanic in the game. That's the amount of time that you have to beat the game. Yep. You have two hours to, to rescue the princess, um, which is up from one hour in the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it makes sense because there are eight additional levels in the Super Nintendo version. And um, 
it's also more difficult. Like it's just straight up like more difficult. Um, the legend of Gurk, uh, who really was a inspiration to me when I started streaming, uh, he hopped in the stream that I did on Twitch of Prince of Persia and that he, this is like one of his favorite games, which mm-hmm. was great because I was able to pick his brain a little bit. And he says that by far hard, like this is his favorite version of Prince of Persia, hard stop. And it's because uh, it looks great. Uh, it looks great it and it has additional content. Mm-hmm. Like it really takes, it really takes Prince of Persia for the Apple II, which it originally came out on uh, and adapted it really well for the Super Nintendo. Like I thought the controls were going to be awful. And they are Prince of Persia controls, so they're not like tight. They're definitely oh, they're yeah. slippery. They, they, they ain't tight, right? No, not at all. But that's that's Prince of Persia. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I remember how slippery this was. You know all that oil in the skin. Middle East? It's all over the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, it's all here. <laughs> this is the origin. <laughs> uh, but I mean, as far as like using a controller versus using a keyboard, I, I preferred it. I mean, I thought it. Mm-hmm. I thought it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, – I did not finish it, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. You made it, it a hell of a lot further than I did. It's one of those where it's like – I, I had like <sighs> around 60 deaths on level one, and I was just like, okay, I'm losing my mind. Can't do it. Yeah. Nope. I got to 100 deaths on the way to le- – made it to level five. So, I mean, I died a lot too. Five levels. <laughs> <laughs> I died a lot too. You know what I'm you know what I'm <laughs> But that's the kind of game it is. It's like – it's like the slowest Super Meat Boy that you've ever played. Ah, uh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Super Meat Boy is like super, you know, it's really fast, and it's like you get right back into it, and there's not a whole it's, lot it's of... It's just made of Meat Boy. Right. That's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Prince of Persia is like a much slower version of that, where you just like, you do. You have to throw yourself into the meat grinder to figure out how mm-hmm. to get through a level, um, which can be enjoying. And in this case, I thought that it was. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't like it, but it like usually it's when I don't like it when I feel like the game's not being fair. But in Prince of Persia, I felt like for the most part, it was fair. There are blind jumps in it, which I absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Like there are like in level three, there are like several blind jumps that you just have to like guess where it's like, I guess I just jump to the screen to the to the right and everything will be okay. Um, and even that, to be honest, like you could probably logic your way through. Because and it has a password system too, so you don't have to. You can start back on whatever level you stopped at. Right. So you don't have to replay the whole like, oh, was this here? Was this here? We're gonna do about this one. You, you can progress through the game. Yeah. And beat it. And I love that. And uh, another thing that I love about the Super Nintendo version that is different, and I think better than the original or any other version, is when you run out of time. The Super Nintendo version allows you to continue playing. Uh, the other versions, you just get a game over screen, essentially. Mm. Uh, the Super Nintendo version allows you to uh, play through the rest of the game. You just get a bad ending, which is important mm. because okay. playing through each of the levels, you teach, you learn, you teach yourself how to get through the levels. So it would be horrible to like the game ends and you have to start all over from the beginning to get to the point where you were. Yep. The Super Nintendo allow the this version allows you to keep on it's like it's cool, man. You're gonna get a shitty ending, but you're gonna learn the game. But that's life. 
Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and then once you then you start all over again and you're like, oh, I know how to get through this. And then you start trying to get under that two hours. Mm-hmm. This game is made for speedrunning. Like, I mean, this game is made for speedrunning. Any game that has this time, this real time construct that it's built around Man, is the made for speedrunning. Skill running. and precision to speedrun this so well. What Drex was telling me that the world record run for Prince of Persia predates YouTube. Damn. Because it's like the guy who set the record just it just optimized it so well. And I believe it because it's like the game encourages you to play it quickly, um, which I think is great. I mean, I think it's so it, I think it's so cool. It's weird because I don't feel like I mean, you get that experience a lot. I don't know how much I feel about records with no proof. Like you see a, a lot. I know that's the speedrunning community. A lot of it, there aren't always records, you know, pre-Twitch or recording sure. on your VCR yeah. and shit like that. I know it's not always plausible, but but it always irks me a little bit to like, there's no proof. Okay. No, I get that. <laughs> no, trust me. I did this really fast. No, trust no, me. Trust I get me, I that. And I, and you know, Look, I don't. I, I didn't look for it or anything. I like. I I went on YouTube and did find a speed run of Prince of Persia. It's not the world record or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like pretty damn fast. It's. I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where I just like it when there's like there are levels layers to a game where it's like you can play this any way you want, but we intend for you to play get through it as fast as you can. I think that's neat. No, yeah, no. I I the time time mechanic. I totally one hundred percent agree. That's very cool. And it's not often we hear, like, the SNES port, that's the best one. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's ported from, like, yeah, a personal computer, mm-hmm. or in this case, in, in, uh, the Apple version of a personal computer. After the computer. fucking dungeon whatever that we played, like, dungeon oh, Master. The, oh, the SNES version? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's because we've been playing a lot of first-person dungeon crawlers yeah. that have been ported over. And I, yeah, those have not been super... <laughs> they've been okay, right? They're they, interesting. They're, they're very, interesting. very interesting. But I would be more likely to f- try to finish Prince of Persia than I would, like, uh, Dungeon Master. 100%. like that. 100%. Uh, I have a question for you. Do you think it is fair to compare Prince of Persia to Metroid? Yeah. Absolutely. I think so too. I think because it's a lot of Prince of Persia, especially is the original Metroid exploration. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yes, the original for sure. Um, okay, I was just curious. You just what have your the added mechanic that. of weapons and upgrades. Yes, but you do. Up- I wish we get magic shoes and a magic carpet and shit like that in here. You know, well, you do find other potions. You find okay because uh, I mean you can you find big potions that give you like heart pieces. Uh, which give you more health. You also find potions that... There are poison potions that kill you, right? So they're kind of trapped. Yes, there are poison potions that will that will take one unit of life away from oh, you. Oh, fuck, someone in here is killing their... Trying to GM poison it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, who is leaving all these <laughs> potions in the dungeon? <laughs> Flopsy? Is it you? <laughs> I don't know who's leaving all the potions in the dungeon. It makes sense that like the guards would have them, you know? I think, but then again, they can't reward you for exploring, I guess. Because yeah. that's you, that is the reward for exploring in this game is potions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a potion that um, gives you slow fall, feather fall, essentially. Okay. It's a limited duration. There's another one that fucking goes Symphony of the Night, where it just turns the dungeon upside down. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's that exists too. Well, like a feather fall potion, like. Do you then feather fall, just you fall slowly onto spikes that suddenly pop out? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I I never found it. Uh, mm. I just, through my research, found yeah. that these potions they existed. They exist somewhere. They exist in the game. Um, 
But I think there's like what's cool is like you bring up the spikes and it's like, yeah, man, spikes will straight up kill you a lot in this game. But like if you hold down the A button, that's the button that allows you to hang from ledges. It's the button that allows you to like tiptoe like up to a ledge. You can also bypass spikes by if you just go slowly through them, the the prince will just go right through the spikes. It, it's it's cool. There are a lot of things where it's like, oh, you can if it's one of those where it's like you got to read the manual or you have to read a game fact or something to figure out how to play the game. Yeah. There's a training mode, which I think is really cool. Oh, okay. That exists. Yeah, There's I like, skipped right over that and just went, new game. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough one. Because, like, the training mode does really help. Because, like, the levels, there's, like, five levels, many levels. The Prince of Persia Danger Room. Yeah, it essentially <laughs> is. Yeah, it is. It's the Prince of Persia Danger Room. And uh, each level is designed to teach you a different mechanic of the game. So I think that is, like, very cool that it's included. That didn't the developer didn't have to add that because that's like as far as I know that's an added thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really neat that that they want to teach you how to play the game. Are there like because I I didn't get any of them. Are there like boss fights? I didn't get any of them either. But yes, there are. Okay, because bo- I, I saw like brief glimpses when I was trying to do some research the last minute after I played, and it just it looked like there was like some female that you can fight that can jump around and shit. Uh, like a sword duel in like a room, but I didn't. I didn't watch too much because I wanted to be surprised while playing yeah. the game, yeah. you know. But uh, I do know that I saw a little bit of the Jafar fight at the end. He is a boss. He is a sorcerer supreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I've seen a lot of like I've seen a lot of. I want to see that crossover right. where Jafar is sorcerer supreme. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. I would totally. That can happen. Yeah. That can ha- that, Disney owns it. You're right. That can happen. Make it happen, Disney. Because I got to be honest with you, uh, that Black Widow movie does not look good to me. That, I haven't I haven't seen anything about it. The trailer is not. I don't know. Not feeling it. Mm. And I think it's because it's got it's got David Arbor in it from Stranger Things. And the last thing I saw him in was oh. the bad Hellboy movie. And yeah. it's it's just kind of like oh man. And they're like immediately. It's just like they're just fat jokes in the in the trailer. And okay. It, <laughs> All right. Yep. And it's like, not that there's, look, I enjoy a fat joke with like, oh, the, I love the clumps. He's right? probably going to go to a concert and try to crowd surf. And he's going to jump out and all <laughs> right, the, yeah, the crowd's going to yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. De- it definitely gave off like blart vibes. Mm-hmm. So where it's like, oh, that that's the problem I have with it. It's not that it's a joke about someone being fat. It's just that that's an easy fucking, like that's the easiest yeah. fucking joke that you can make. Okay. Get the low-hanging fruit. Ah, oh, that low-hanging fruit's too hot. Sorry. How about this rotten on the ground? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. Go with that. Fruit, have you seen me? I am fat. <laughs> See? That worked a little bit for that fat joke. <laughs> uh, salad. <laughs> I will say that I had a salad at Firehouse Subs today for the first time. Uh, how was that? Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. good I give it a. I give it a... Two thumbs up. If I were to give that salad a beard, it would be a beard of light Italian dressing. <laughs> <laughs> no hot sauce on top of it, mix in with the dressing a little no, bit? No, I don't roll like that. Okay. Nikki makes a good, like, she makes a spicy salad dressing that I really like. Okay. I have no idea awesome. what's in it, <laughs> but I do like it a lot. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about it. I think the deaths are brutal. Oh yeah, you're right. Like it's like way more like it's way more brutal than like Mortal Kombat even. Uh it's just they don't have blood, 
But but you're definitely impaled on spikes. You are abs- <laughs> Yeah, and now like your body goes limp, like faces of death style. I mean, it's just like holy fuck. Oh god, faces of death. I got. Oh yeah, I, dude. I've never seen faces of death, and I don't want to. It's just a thing where it was like it was a mythological tape uh, when I was in middle school, and then I found out that it was real because someone got it. And they were like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, no, no. I don't want I'd to watch watched, that. Um, I'd watched one of them where uh, back when I lived, like it was around the, in this neighborhood that a friend down the road that I rode my bike over to his house, his, he got his grandma to rent it one time. And like, we What put was her, his story? I don't know. Like, hey, grandma, come on. Faces of death. Faces it's, of death. Uh, Steven Spielberg. It's joint. about uh, uh, people going to hell. You know, for being bad, Man, so that's a good way to sell okay. it. Uh, and it was, in a way, we it is. watched about fifteen <laughs> minutes. It's like, nope, nope, can't oh, yeah. do it. Mm-mm. No, I never watched it. Not a big, not a big gore guy. I like gore in movies. You know like, what I mean? Not real gore. Yeah, fake. Yeah, gore. When I know it's fake, it's like, yeah, this is great because it's fun. But when it's not. Fake. It's like this is not fun. This just reminds me that I'm gonna die, <laughs> and I could die like that. Yeah, exactly. These people probably didn't know when they got up that morning. This is how they were going to die. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't watched it, so maybe they did. Oh, man, maybe they're like, "Wake up, Jeff! It's death day." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that scene in Malcolm in the Middle where Reese really, really likes Faces to Death. I forgot about that. And um, his dad tr- Hal tries to bond with him by watching it with him, and it's just <laughs> it just. Destroys him. <laughs> kind of like how binge watching Breaking Bad destroyed me. It all comes back. Thanks, Brian Cranston. I could not hang with it, dude. I could, I binged like Nikki and I binged the first season in like two days. And I Breaking rem- Bad? Yeah. And I remember by the end of it, I, I remember this conversation. I told her, I was like, I don't think I want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> it's heavy. It's fucking heavy. And it's like, I liked it. It was enjoy. Like, I wouldn't say, I, I was about to say it was enjoyable. I liked it. It wasn't mm. enjoyable. I liked it. Mm. Uh, and it was just like, I don't know, man. That's how I feel about Oz. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Oz. Don't want to. Prison scares the shit Ooh, out of me. Oh, man. Oh, and it would, it would, that would give you sanity damage turn it into a phobia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't doubt it. And despite the fact everyone in it is fucking brilliant. Yeah, I've heard it's it great. Is so well done. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing. It, mm, man. Yeah. There are still moments of where I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, I can't I can't watch Oz. The only way that I can watch Oz is in like 30 years where it's like maybe laughable, you know, where it's like, oh, this feels quaint. This now we've prison- abolished the prison system. <laughs> right, so yeah. this prison drama seems really quaint. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, anyway. The deaths are horrific in mm-hmm. Prince of Persia. And like one of my favorite ones is there are these like heavy weights. Like I imagine they're like a ton that are on chains. And it's the thing that kills that skeleton that I was talking mm-hmm. about. Like I got caught under that thing once and it was just like, <laughs> it turned me into the fucking face of Bo. Like, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> and not in like a cute cartoony way, you know, it was very much like, that is gory as shit, but none of it's red. That's how they get away with it. It's all like it's all like skin colored, which made it even like more disturbing. Because it just turned me into like I don't know, like fucking cornflakes on the this floor. Is, this something. is the world where like your humans are just full of air, so it's just like <laughs> yeah. you're a deflated flesh balloon. Yeah, exactly. That's total. That's fine. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy how like it is. It is like it's it's 
it's morbid. And I like that. And it's like, (laughs) it's morbid in a way where it's not like, it's weird. It's weird because it's like, I can accept it and I accept it in mortal Kombat, but I accept it for comedy. Uh, because I mean, that shit got funny really fast Mm -hmm. in in mortal Kombat, like just way, like even in mortal Kombat too. It's just like, Oh, this is zany. Uh, but in Prince of Persia, it's just like, damn like it's impactful when you die it's just like holy shit and it's like when you drop from like a high distance and it doesn't kill you i mean it fucking snaps your legs for a second yeah <laughs> you where you just crouch down right? oh fuck <laughs> you give it the peter griffin man oh. <sighs> let me let me fill up my body with air again He's almost popped <laughs> This game is like synonymous because of when I played it for the first time. It is like this is forever linked in my mind with Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Red Dwarf. Like, I mean, it really just brings me back to that time in my life where it was just like, yeah, man, these are the things that I like. I I like playing Prince of Persia on the Mac and, and typing class. And I also like watching Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Red Dwarf. I've never seen Red Dwarf, but I've heard so much good shit about it. Okay, Red Dwarf. A lot of it's really good, but there are seasons that are not good, Hmm. but you still have to watch them. (laughs) Okay, all right. I guess you don't have to, but you could like get cliff note versions, like what happened. Because it's like Naruto filler and ship it in, where there's just enough story woven into the the filler. It's like if you want to catch up some of the moments, you got to watch it, but for the most part, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. There's like, there are some seasons and like, they keep trying to bring it back. And it's kind of one of those where it's like, just let it go, man. (laughs) Just let it go. It was great. Just let it go though. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think like one of the main actors got like incarcerated or something like that, uh, potentially in a Persian dungeon. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think they're like, what's going to happen. I enjoyed this game. This game surprised me a lot because I really thought that it was going to be a bad port. And one of the things that I loved about it was it was not just a good port. It improved on the original game. Mm -hmm. Like that was so exciting. And it was just nice to play this game. And I, it wasn't power ranger Zio. <laughs> it wasn't somebody smashing shit together for a yeah. cash grab, like somebody like I like Prince of Persia and I want this done right for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and that was that was nice. So, but I agree with you. If you do not like cinematic platformers, it is absolutely not the game for you. <laughs> nope, it's fun to watch. I very thoroughly enjoyed watching you play it, but it was not fun for me to play. Yeah, why did you like watching me play it? Because I died a shitload. You did, but you're much better at it. <laughs> you did it in a humorous way, oh. and I did it in an angry way. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, I will say something for something for streaming is that it is much easier to be positive when you're streaming because it's like when I die, like if I were alone, I'd probably be annoyed. But like because I'm streaming, it's like, well, I mean, that's kind of entertaining. You could be like Paul Cluel playing Blood Bowl or whatever, <laughs> like – just lose your shit in the middle. I mean, that's entertaining too. That's it. I watched that video. That's entertaining too. So um, I don't know. Different approaches, I guess. <laughs> Link in the show notes. <laughs> Poor Paul. I felt bad for him, man. Because Blood Bowl is such a it's like. Aw- oh man, it is such an unfair feeling game because mm. so much of it is like. RNG that you just try to manage around it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like, that's a tough kind of game. So anyway, yeah, 
Blood Bowl Two. I mean, that's D and D though. It is, but D and D gives you a bunch of safety nets that yeah, yeah. Blood Bowl does not. Like, so I don't know. It's kind of one of those like stopping play, <laughs> <laughs> right? Blood Bowl is like I think I talked about my Blood Bowl game that I played against Laura, uh, correspondent it, Laura. God, it is such a Laura Ammons game. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like she was losing because she had she just had bad luck. And what I did was capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, this is what you do. This is how you play. Bl-. And I'm like killing her players. And she's <laughs> like, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. It's like, it doesn't feel good. You're doing a good job, David. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel good at all. Spill my blood upon the ground. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want the curvy dagger. Become wrath. <laughs> oh, man. Now I just want to watch seven. <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, man. Uh. But yeah, this game is certainly like it is a it is an important piece of gaming history. I think this game belongs on IGN's top one hundred. I I really really do. Okay. I think it belongs in the lower ranks. Like I don't think it should break eighty five. But I think but I do. If I were making a list, if I were adjusting IGN's top one hundred Super Nintendo games, I would definitely bump something off for Prince of Persia. Okay. Without a doubt, I would hear that argument in a court of law. I'd yeah, like all right, I think that's that holds ground. Let's hear, let's hear, counsel. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm assuming that that you probably would not put it on the on IGN's list. I'm I might. Yeah, like, that's why I think like it's it that is a fair thing to say. Oh, I see. Okay, that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I thought you I, just I don't believed feel like, me. I, I can't. I can't. I believe you feel like I that. I believe you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I believe you feel that way, David. I look you in the eye and I see like you mm-hmm. mean that thing you said. You mean it. <laughs> I I could certainly understand the argument for that. I don't I I don't fully di- agree or disagree, but I I I lean more toward agreeing with you. I feel like it probably wasn't on the now now I start like nitpicking and like really like <laughs> trying to unravel this mystery. I feel like it's probably not on the list because it is a port. I mean, Super Mario All Stars was on it, right? But pretty high up. And that's just that's a fucking port. It's an improved upon port, but it's it's a port of, is it? of Nintendo games. Is it? Man, I really mm. man, I prefer the NES versions over the All Stars version. Yeah. Just the look of it throws me off. They fe- it feels so different, yeah. and it's like I guess it's not really, but it just feels different, you know, because it looks different. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's a port, but I guess more specifically a PC port. But then again, Populous. Is on there. Yep. Sim City is on their list, so I take it back. Yeah, Doctor Mario Tetris, like that's ports of two NES games smashed together. Like, I feel like if you're gonna include ports, yeah, put this one on there. If you're not gonna include ports, then but you gotta, but, you gotta include yeah. ports, right? I guess I don't have anything else. to say. I think it's a better argument <laughs> to port a PC game done well than just throw some glitter on an NES game and put it on there. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's more merit there to like making actual improvements to a to a game, um, because this did this did that thing. Yeah, um, and I think it's awesome because it's like I remember being a kid in the early '90s, and I remember feeling fortunate that I had a computer because that was a time where it's I like didn't have one for a very long. A time. A lot of people didn't, mm-hmm. and the only reason we had one was because my dad wanted one for work. And and you're all the better for it. Like, I feel like it helped you take the stepping stones to, like, your career now and your computer skills all because you have one at a young age that you're able to figure and learn in a formative time for you. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about that. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it. yeah, for sure. But it was one of those where it's like if you didn't have a computer, like, this 
you, you had didn't to play, play Mega Man on DOS, <laughs> right? I, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't play the uh, impossible to finish Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for DOS. That fucking jump, that impossible jump. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those. And like Prince of Persia was ported for a whole bunch of systems too. I mean, like there was a Game Boy version, an NES version, and it's like none of those ports do what this SNES port did, mm-hmm. which was like. Add more levels and like really like take it it up. Yeah, exactly. And I think I love that. I love that. And only a year into the NES SNES's lifespan. Yeah, that's a good point. So like it's it's a pretty appropriate time to have something like this. Yeah. No, it's not too far. Had like in nineteen ninety eight. Hey, Prince Persia. Like fuck you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't go the Dungeon Master route Mm -hmm. or the Wizardry Five route. You know, where it's like, ah, this seems like really super old. What are you you just bored? (laughs) You're right. Did you lose a bet? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Jeff. You didn't drink as much as I did. No, no, no. You have to eat the cu- you have to eat the cum cracker. <laughs> yeah. and if you don't, you got to pour Wizardry Five. Then <laughs> that's your out. That's your out. Can I pour an Oregon Trail? No, <laughs> fuck no. No for twenty more years. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're gonna have to eat the cracker. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I. But here's this is one of these games that I enjoyed so much playing that I'm going to be driving home from recording and it's going to be like ah shit I didn't talk about the this thing mm. high recommend for me high recommend okay. for me um, and I recommend you try it yeah I tried it I'm glad I tried it not for me but I'm glad I played it I think it's better like even if you don't like out of this world even if you don't like flashback and you haven't played Prince of Persia, I still urge you to try it because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not really, I'm not too keen on those other two games either, but it's like Prince of Persia like clicked with me. And have you seen Prince of Persia 2? I, I know from my retro pie, it is a thing, but I don't know anything about it. That does not appeal to me at all because it's like, it takes place out of the dungeon. Like the dungeon mm. aspect of it is super important to yep. me because it's like, it all just kind of makes sense that like the pressure plates make sense. And it's like, I know Jordan Mechner took like inspiration from like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's like, th- like there's a sword fight where like the soldiers that you Someone fight. Someone just shoots you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a fight where it's like, as you progress through the dungeon, the guards get stronger and stronger. Like they go from grunts to like soldiers to sergeants. And it's like, if you just watch the attract mode on the super Nintendo version, they show you like a super late level. And there is a sword fight where you are fighting like the captain of the guard. And it is just like parry attack, parry attack, parry attack, parry attack. Like, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Neither of you can hit. And it's like, on one hand, it's like, that is so awesome to watch. But on the other hand, it's like, there's no way I could beat this guy. Die. Start over. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. And like, and I know that Jordan Mechner like pulled that from like the adventures of Robin Hood. I think it was Ah. like the old movie where it's like, and he says that it was like in an interview, he was like, look, I know like rotoscoping was like seen as this like huge technological advance in video games, but I did it because I can't draw. (laughs) Hey, all right. So it was kind of one of those. So I think like, even like, I don't know, 
that definitely feeds into why I like this game too, is like, you know, how it was developed and how it was created. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason like it was, it's not, not just, yeah, it's, it's innovating. It's a guy who made the game. who's like, I can't draw super well. So I'm going to have my brother dress up like Luke Skywalker and do acrobatics. And then I'm just going to like take pixels and put them over him doing acrobatics. So I don't know. That's really cool Mm -hmm. to me. Like even from like a creative standpoint, that's really neat. Anyway. No, that's very, you know, I totally agree with you. Do you have any achievements? I have a few achievements. Uh, Some of these came in from uh, Twitch chat. One of them did not. I'll let you decide which is which. It's going to be super easy. (laughs) First achievement I've got uh, is called Meep Meep. And it comes from Dig Dougie. That's why it's going to be super easy because mm. mine's not going to say from somebody. <laughs> uh, in order to unlock Meep Meep, you need to fall to your death by dropping more than two screens like Wiley e. Coyote chasing the Roadrunner, which is absolutely doable. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I think one of my – the death that made me laugh the most I think was falling three stories and then landing into a pit of spikes. Because I think – didn't you be like, somebody get that. Somebody clip that. Someone has to clip that. <laughs> Uh, and then next achievement I got comes from Cubicle Monkey, and that is Arabian Ninja Warrior. Man, I miss Ninja <laughs> Warrior. That exists still, right? I the just American, don't, there's an American version. Yeah, have, still on all the time. Like on cable there's TV. There's like a American. There's an American Ninja training program here in Paducah. What? Mm-hmm. No, there's not. Let's what? do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, look, man. Reach seven hundred dollars on Patreon. We'll go on Paducah Ninja Warrior. Wait, how much? Seven hundred. Seven. You're gonna set it that low? Yeah. We'll get there, and then we'll have to do okay. the Ninja Warrior thing. Let me make sure that it's really a thing first. I'm not just <laughs> hallucinating. She told me that last night. <laughs> last night of all things. Yeah, last Man, night. Weird yeah. time. It was meant to be. Maybe. It was meant to be. Uh, in order to unlock uh, Arabian Ninja Warrior, you need to finish level one with no falling deaths. If you can't do one full pull-up, do you think you can be a Ninja Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> is, wait, is that on the questionnaire you fill out when can, you get there? Can you do a single pull-up? <laughs> hey, Flopsy, can I do a pull-up? Oh, it doesn't look like it. You got a pretty fat bottom. <laughs> Noodle arms. You Shut make, up, but. You make the world go round. <laughs> it's a queen reference. <laughs> Uh, next achievement I got comes from Nathan Eaton, and that is Spiky Boys. <laughs> and in order to unlock Spiky Boys, die in the spikes ten times. Last achievement, this comes from who knows? Who knows who it is? Uh, Princess of Lebanon. And in order to unlock Princess of Lebanon, you need to just play this game with Mia Khalifa. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I've got one. What you got? Uh, Perry and the Hendersons. <laughs> nice. Thank so, you. Uh, Parry 30 uh, sword sword attacks. All right. Perfect. You can do that on the Captain Guard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you can't do it. I can't. You can watch the computer do it. Mm. Got any more achievements? Nope. All right. I love it. Tyler? Yes, Dad. I have some questions for you. Yeah. I enjoyed this time with you. Thank you. Very I much. this time with you. First, I feel like I need to express that. We're going to go to Sadie Hawkins wearing our Albert Fish shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just crash a high school Sadie Hawkins wearing matching Albert Fish t-shirts. <laughs> Who, who's the, who's the guy in your t-shirts? Everybody have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Who here's a fish fan? We're, we're going to enchant 30% of you, ruin 30% of your night, and then like the other part of you, you're just kind of going to be bored. But here, okay. Typical high school dance yeah. you just described, actually. 
And some of you is going to be, one of you will be so, so disgusted you're going to call the cops. So, <laughs> so our car is running. Our car is outside <laughs> and running. We're ready to go. <laughs> uh, I have uh, some questions for you. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. of which is, I want to know how much this game is. How much do you think Prince of Persia is loose? Well, since Flopsy told us it was common. Oh, damn you, Flopsy. <laughs> You're fucking my shit up. <laughs> I'm going back to Wikipedia. Um, I'm going to say eight fifty. Tyler, actual retail value of Prince of Persia loose for the Super Nintendo on PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording is $13.36. Okay. And I think that's just a testament to how fucking good it is. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just how I feel about it. Can you buy it? it? Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I've already like... I've already looked for good deals. Here's the problem. I haven't found a great deal on it yet, but I'm going to keep my eyes open So under $10? Under $10 for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Shipping. Got to watch out for shipping. Ah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard Mm -hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give this the beard of Jafar from Aladdin 2. <laughs> oh, Al- oh, I haven't seen that one. Damn it. The Return of Jafar? Because it's not... Fr- Jafar Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> the Wrath of Jafar, yeah. Jafar and the Giant Peach? <laughs> that uh, it's not for everybody, but it's got elements one way or the other you can probably all enjoy. Okay. Favorite favorite character. Who's your favorite character from Aladdin? Mm, it probably differs per movie. Uh, on the first one, I will probably say carpet. Carpet. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. So, are you a big um... genie's too too easy? Yeah, genie's the most entertaining character. My favorite that touches my heart is carpet. Okay. Now, is this just based on the original movie, or is this like the expanded universe? This is based on just the original movie. Okay. Carpet saves a lot of lives. Yes. Carpet saves a yes, lot of lives. Doesn't have a penis though. That's probably how he manages to save all those. You're lives. probably right. Yeah. Doesn't have a vagina. We'd either, all so probably do better in our lives if we didn't have that penis. You're probably right. That's like a Seinfeld episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Where George stops having sex and he's like a Rhodes Scholar. Right, or some exactly. Shit. Yeah, he's yeah. carpet, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Let's recast Aladdin. Let's with characters from Seinfeld. All right. Elaine is Jasmine because she is the girl. Uh-huh. And there's only one girl in Aladdin. Yep. <laughs> except for some of the pro- uh, the prostitutes in Agrabah. And there are all the women Jerry sleeps with over the course of the season. There the we series. go. So you got Terry Terry Hatcher. Uh, that's her name, Monica. right? <laughs> Monica? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we got to pick another one. Who else did she date? This is horrible. So many. Yeah. Anyway, who's yeah. Kramer's <laughs> genie? <laughs> yep. Uh, although it would be fun to see Newman as genie. <laughs> Newman's Iago. Okay. Uh, no, I guess because he can't be Jafar. He's not like he's not like he's menacing, but he's not like mm-hmm. sinister enough. He's not like cunning enough to be Jafar. Banya is Jafar. Banya yeah. is Jafar. <laughs> yes. George's carpet after he doesn't have sex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, he's the Sultan. <laughs> All right, that works. Jasmine's dad. Uh, who's Raja? Farful. The dog that Jerry watches. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Putty. Your putty's really mm. good. Yeah, because he hangs out with Elaine all the time. He has that, the face paint yeah. for the Jersey Devil that one Exactly. Uh, and he has sex with Elaine like Raja had sex oh. with Jasmine. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's on Pornhub. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> 
When Jasmine or says, probably not Pornhub. <laughs> just do a broad Google search. <laughs> Cast that net. Uh, DeviantArt, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, man, you remember like when Jasmine says, uh, take off all your clothes? Yeah. She was talking to herself, so she'd get fucked by that tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, what are the other characters? Apu? Uh, Apu is... Ooh. Maestro? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, what are the what are the two guys? I can't remember their names. The two quote street toughs, unquote, oh. who like hassle Kramer. They're when both both have they're a both, poo. They're both a poo. <laughs> oh God. All right, I guess we're I guess that's out of gas. <laughs> Is there any more water in this well? Nope. No, it's no, dry. There's none. All right. <laughs> Tyler, what kind of glasses did you get this game? Oh uh, sh- <laughs> shit. <laughs> You remember, we, remember, we, put the, we pulled this train back to the track. Remember when we were doing a podcast? <laughs> uh, before we were like, name all the Seinfeld characters you can name. <laughs> the guards of the Van Buren boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it back. Iago is uh, George's dad. <laughs> okay. So that means Newman could be Jafar, I guess. But I do like Banyo's Jafar. <laughs> Shit, I just can't escape this. <laughs> the gravity of the Seinfeld-Aladdin parallel. That's true. It's too, it's too good. Too good. Oh, glasses, glasses, glasses. I would give it the the ruby eyes of Jafar's snake scepter. Oh, the scepter, the, hip, the hypnotizing scepter. This, for people who like this game, they get really into it. It's, you're all hypnotized? It's, it's hypnotized, you yeah. think. It's a, yes. Damn it! I've been I'm part of a subgenre of porn. You're gonna marry Jafar, yeah. <laughs> man. That, you're hypnotized, oh. and I'm bored, ignored. Bored, bored, <laughs> Dude, how great would it be? Okay, here's here's the big next Tadpog thing. This is how we market ourselves. We've made the jokes before about like publishing content to to Pornhub. I think we need to do that, but we straight up like start it out. It's a video, and we start it out like it is straight up gonna be like. You know what I'm talking about. One of those like, uh, hypnotize you. Now you do the, do everything uh-huh. I command. And we do all of that. But then the command is play Prince of Persia. And then it's like <laughs> two hours of Prince of Persia. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then heart. Just, just a barely visible watermark of tits just <laughs> over it. No, not even. I don't want that. What I want is at the end of the two hours, hard cut, come shot. And then it's over. <laughs> Both of us coming on the cartridge. (laughs) And then arguing about whoever doesn't beat it has to eat it. So I've eaten a lot of games. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have enough calories in the day, Dave. (laughs) Man, I like how this one's turned out. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for you. Actually, it's probably multiple questions. Oh, sweet. We have a quiz which came in from our very own Ross Rachel Green of Power Rangers Zio Battle Racers episode, which came out on Christmas, which, boy, we should have just gone ahead and taken that week off. <laughs> if you have not listened <laughs> yeah, to that episode no. yet, please do. <laughs> <laughs> which I knew coming out on Christmas, yeah, not getting tough. the commute. Yeah, it's just Very, very tough. Happen. I get it. Um, this quiz is entitled Happy Holidays. You might think I would be tempted by a Christmas-themed quiz, but that would be disrespectful to our friends that do not celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I take back what is, Merry, I take back Merry Christmas, I said earlier. Happy, happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. 
from us to you, Dairy Queen. I feel like weirdly, I think of Happy Holidays. When I think of Happy Holidays, I think of Dairy Queen. For <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, where's the reference in that? There like, is none, sir. Little Microsoft, Microsoft Office. <laughs> <laughs> where's Where's the reference uh, in that? Magnifying glass, searching, searching, <laughs> all directory, zero results. <laughs> where's the reference in that? Mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, holiday cheer, Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. <laughs> you know, the big lips with the thing. Like the- Did us the menace on cups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember when uh, Dairy Queen was like, hey, I like the Rolling Stones logo. We're just going to take that <laughs> and make, yeah. it, make it say our corporate shit. <laughs> uh, Ross continues, also there are very few. Orange Julius, <laughs> also in partnership with Dairy Queen. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to I'd like to say that Call Cthulhu shout out. <laughs> if you do not get that reference, uh, go to patreon.com slash dadfog and listen to the Piggy Palace Call of Cthulhu episodes. <laughs> Ross continues, also, there are very few Christmas games. You guys didn't play many, and I don't want to. So we are going with <laughs> games that begin with H. Days before Christmas. <laughs> games that begin with H. Ooh. There's only, Ooh. There's only 11 you have played. Good luck. Shit. Are you ready, Tyler? Are you prepared? Yeah, let's do it. Question one. This game sees you murdering people and allows you to wear different masks. What? <laughs> <laughs> this game sees you murdering people and allows you to wear different masks. Hotline Miami. Nice. I was it's like, Hotline Hajora's Miami. ask. <laughs> Hotline Miami, very good job. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? 52. 75. Hotline Miami. Good fucking game. You had a great game. Uh, next question. This dating simulator is set on a farm. That is Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. I was like, Honey Pop? Harvest Moon. Man, I want I want Honey Pop on a farm. <laughs> it's like all like a hee-haw style. <laughs> So, Meemaw, what, cu- <laughs> what cup size you rocking? <laughs> uh, I'm going to rock this cup upside your head. <laughs> oh, Meemaw. Did you watch a lot of Hee Haw? I've seen more Hee Haw than, <laughs> than I should have. I remember, like, man, my grandmother watched. I had some of it on DVD. Oh, no. I sold it to McKay's. Oh, they took it. no. <laughs> Your problem now. Uh, man. All right. You remember Laugh-In? Yeah, man. Hee Haw was kind of like Laugh-In, right? It was like a different spin on it. La- <laughs> Less Laugh-In Richard Nixon. was Hee Haw for hippies. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. So this dating simulator is set on a farm. Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What episode number do you think that was? I'm just letting you do 89. these. 76. Shit. Harvest Moon. Double Although, H. You mentioned Honey Pop, and Ross says we've only done 11 games that start with H, so Honey Pop's definitely going to be on there. <laughs> Next question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This dating simulator is set in a school for animals. Hateful boyfriend. All right. Locking it in. What episode number do you think that That's was? That's a big jump. 216. 183. Mm. Hateful boyfriend. Got the game. So that's all that really yep, matters. Yep, yep. 
<laughs> Next question. This cross-franchise MOBA features popular characters from one developer's library. That is Heroes of the Storm. Oh, okay, because I had no clue. Forgot we even we did an episode on that. Yeah, man. Oh, I fell down that I fell down that hot I hole. That's what I got you for Christmas bad. one year. <laughs> Real bad. Uh that blizzard joint. What episode number do you think it was? I don't even remember we did it. So I don't <laughs> Let's say 238. All right. 238, Heroes of the Storm. Locking it in. It was 255, Heroes of the Storm. Next question. This game is based on a film, which is a reimagining of a classic fairy tale. Ho, ho, ho. I'm ha, ha, hungry. <laughs> this game is based on a film, which is, reim- which is a reimagining. Hook. Hook. You were the right one to get there, because that was a that was a Tyler request that just like popped in my head. Right nice. Now. All right. What episode number do you think it was? Two seventy six. Two seventy six. Hook locking it in. It was two sixty seven. Oh, hook. Right numbers. Wrong sequence. Transposition yeah. error. Very well. Very well done. All right. Next question. It is common knowledge that this was a blockbuster rental only. Game. Hagane. Hagane, totally. Uh, though there appears to be a little, if any, evidence to support this. So what episode number do you think was Hagane? 311. Hey. Down, down. Amber is the color <laughs> of my energy. <laughs> All right, 311. Hagane logging it in. It is 269. Mm. Hagane, colon, the final conflict. Next question. Oh, yeah. If you're going to ask if I'm going to buy Hagane, the answer is that'll be a very long time from now. (laughs) When I win, American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) Hagane, Earthbound. Yeah. Yeah, those are loose only. Like, that's the only way that any of those are in the realm of possible. You pay $2,000 to get that giant Earthbound (laughs) complete collection. God, I want that. I wish I'd kept all my shit. I can't believe Mm. I... Because that box is awesome. The box is the size of the instruction Of the manual. Yeah. Well, you could you could collect them all, like the pieces of Dracula, put them together, and then kill the collection. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Next question. This game combines classic dating sim stories with a match-three system of gameplay. Honey, hoony. I say honey. I, I say honey. <laughs> I say hoony. You say honey. Let's call the whole thing off. Pop. Honey pop. Or hoony pop. What episode number do you think it was? 311. 311. Let's see if Amber really is the color of our energy the second time around. It is 286 Honey Pop. Next question. This terrible game shared the name of the series it was based on. Yikes. That's a tough question. This terrible game, terrible game, shared the name of the series it was based on. How I Met Your Mother, the game. (laughs) (laughs) You just guess which ones are mothers. Is this your mother? Nope. (laughs) Is this your mother? Ding, 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 ding. You win. Oh, man. I have no fucking clue. Terrible game. That's the biggest clue that we have, I think. Terrible game based on a series. A series of what? Books? TV shows? Movies? Games? Is it a game based on a series of games? games? (laughs) Hill Street Blues. Oh, man, you said Hill. I thought you were going somewhere. Hill. Remember that Hill Street Blues game that we played? <laughs> yeah. That was good. House, house, clock tower, horror, harm, 
Higginbottom <laughs> Hollow. <laughs> I'm not even trying. I'm just watching you try. <laughs> it feels good. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Hobby Lobby. The game! <laughs> Based on our long-running series, Hobby, Hobby Lobby. Lobbies. Hi, I'm Frank Lobby. You might know me from my chain of stores, Hobby Lobby. Do you want an abortion? Too bad. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that whole thing was about, right? Uh, who knows? I don't know. Uh, but it's my hobby. <laughs> oh, that would be aisle six. <laughs> Code hangers aisle six. <laughs> don't tell anybody. All right. Oh, starts with H. Terrible game based on the name of the series it was based on. Okay, so H, so it's got to be followed up. By a vowel. <laughs> oh, man, we are going <laughs> deep on this logic. Hellboy. Um, high, high, high school high of, I, I don't know. I, I don't no, know. I have I no know. clue. I give. All right. You want to guess an episode number? Maybe we'll get that right. 311. 311. <laughs> Locking it in. 311. It is, oh, my fucking God. Damn it. <laughs> Home improvement, colon, uh, power tool pursuit. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck, yep. fuck. Yep, yep, yep. Episode number 288. Mm. Total bust. <laughs> I, I'm mad that I didn't remember that because I think that is like one of that's the worst, worst Super Nintendo worst games. worst game, I think. All right, damn it. All right, next question. This game sees you possessing various household objects to scare people in their homes. Haunting, starring Poltergeist. Yep, nice. Because I liked that game a lot. It was like spooky Sims. Yeah. Um, and the best thing to do in the Sims is to murder the Sims. <laughs> so it's like, great. Have you seen that episode of Wings? Where they watch where, the faces of death? Where <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd keeps guessing um, that dancer and something for like every answer in Trivial Pursuit. And Coulter? And Coulter. <laughs> and then it keeps pissing Roy off until finally he, Roy kicks Lloyd off the team to find, give it to me. And... They read that question, and that's the answer. Haunting the polter guy, the the dancer. So I really th- oh, I think dancer. this is three eleven. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Look, man, you've seen way more wings than I have, so I'm gonna rely on your judgment. Three eleven, haunting, starring the polter guy. Three twenty one, ah. haunting, starring polter guy. Next question. Last mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. This real time strategy game features air fighters and mech suits. Herzog Zwei. Nice. Phew, that was man, a tough one, wow. man. That was a tough one. Wow, that was impressive. That was that was like Kazaa, remembering like a Kazaa porn clip hard. <laughs> like that's how tough that was. Man, good job. Wow. That's the name of it, right? Herzog Zwei? Yeah, Herzog That was a Genesis game, yes? Yep. Yeah. Like an early one we did in that list. Yeah, it was a tough one. Yep. Uh, episode number, you have a guess? How do I remember that? 3.33, but not home improvement. fucking home improvement. (laughs) Fuck! Let me see see if uh, home improvement is in uh, the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library, 1991 to 1998. No, and it's just blank, because real men don't need descriptions. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Uh, Let's see. What episode number did you say it was? I'm sorry. 328? What did I say? Good question. I but, don't remember. But Haunting starring Poltergeist was a Genesis game. Yeah, I think and, it was 328. All right. 
This is 333. No, Haunting was 321. 321. My point was that this is probably going to be close. This is probably going to be... 328. All right. It was closer than that. <laughs> 323. Herzog's Vi. We did it. We only missed one that that's we shouldn't have. Good. That's pretty good. I think we should start this podcast over. <laughs> like every time I take a Harry Potter quiz and don't get the result I want, just... Just start it over till you get what you want. Is that a thing that so you we'll do? So t- we'll hit the quiz all over again and be like, oh, oh improvement. Oh, yeah. Easy. The ed- Ross. The magic of editing. Wouldn't it be really fun <laughs> to do that one time and get all like the episode numbers right and the title of the game's right? Horribly spliced in. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I oh, was, oh, yeah, Dave, that's 328. <laughs> like obviously recorded from a different microphone. Like in a different room. Yeah. Like I forget that one episode where I was trying to edit in the time that I w- we were done doing like the trials of Reddit, <laughs> and it was like just that section was in my internal microphone, and I was trying to put it in, and the truncate sounds kept fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mister Contrary mm-hmm. uh, gave Home Improvement Power Tool Power Tool Pursuit two stars out of what? I'm assuming it's a five star scale. So I flipped <laughs> out of a hundred. <laughs> I flipped through to see if there are any one stars because, like, surely two is like the worst. Mm-hmm. Here's a one star game. Okay, that we're gonna have to play eventually. Okay, we haven't played it yet. Then the Flintstones. Ah, okay. So apparently there are worse games <laughs> than Home Improvement, Power Tool Pursuit. We'll see. We'll see. There, like, I really want to dig into this. I want to see like what he gave. What do you like? What about Baby's Kids? What about mm, cool, world? cool World? Can we indulge me for just Shaq a minute? Fu, yeah, absolutely. A new segment that we like to call uh, Dave, Dave Flips Through Flopsy Dave, for Dave Bless Flopsy for information. <laughs> Come on, Flopsy. <laughs> give it give it give up, it, Flopsy. Give it, Flopsy. I've read part of 1001 Nights. If you don't give it to me, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> We're going to the closet, <laughs> Flopsy. Baby's Kids. One star. All right. All right. All right, let me look up Cool World, and then and then I'll, I'll feel satisfied. Cool Spot, three stars. Cool World, yeah. one star, and then a tiny star. <laughs> so one and a half star? Okay. Man, I think Bebe's Kids was not – I think Bebe's Kids was better than Cool World, but, like, not by I a large too. margin. I do, too. All right. But Home Improvement's worse than both of those. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Ross. That, yes. was, that was good. Thank that you, was good. Ross. That's, that was pretty imaginative. Ross, if you could listen to your episode, Power Ranger Zeo, like a thousand times. That'd be helpful. That would be really cool. Also, happy holidays. Yep. <laughs> From our Dairy Queen to yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Is that, I think that's else? it. Is that it? All right. Thanks Flopsy? For- <laughs> Got it? Nope. Flopsy's none. <laughs> Oh, I guess one more thing. Let me go over yes. here, pull out my key off my off my neck. Oh, go I thought this here. was the last episode we were recording. No, almost. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun if we like the last three minutes? Wouldn't that be fun if I were done with this forever? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be really, it'd be super fun if like in the last three minutes we we're like, oh yeah, this is the last episode. Bye. <laughs> that's that's what we have to do. Yeah. But please keep your Patreon donation. Yeah, would. <laughs> We're not going to be producing any more content, but please keep paying us. <laughs> oh, man. So I go over here, unlock yes. this, unlock this uh, display case. Oh, yeah. That's pull out fancy. this Louisville Slugger. It's very sturdy. It's very good. Very, as you can see on this one side. Yeah, that's great. Signed by Donnie Jeffcoat. I see that. Donnie. Donald Jeffcoat. Donald Jeffcoat. Donald Donnie Jeffcoat. The fourth. 
<laughs> yeah, Esquire. <laughs> Place it on the ground here, put mm-hmm. my forehead on it. Yes. Point my nose in a hole and run in a direction. Yes. Say the prayer we all love to say. All right. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. 506. Don't even guess. It's smart ball. <sighs> already, already done it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> 151. Mm. We haven't done this one. Okay. This one's a. Uh, we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, International Superstar Stalkers 2. <laughs> right, return of, <laughs> return of return of Jafar in International Superstar Soccer 2. It is... It's snakes! <laughs> That'd actually be fun. I wanted a Aladdin-themed soccer game. I would play the shit out of that. They're kicking apples around. <laughs> 151, Dragon's Lair. I'm excited. Are I'm ex- you? I'm excited for that. You were excited about Prince of Persia. I know, but this one everyone <laughs> knows is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might meet next week, and I'm like, dude, Dragon's I Lair. I love Dragon's Lair. I played the arcade version. I got to say, the Super Nintendo version, far superior. Superior, <laughs> superior. They really worked on this. <laughs> like, I know this is going to be fun, because it is just, it is fucking bullshit garbage. So, so. here... I, I'm, I kind of want to save it for the next episode, mm-hmm. so I will. Okay. <laughs> I was going to tell a story about Dragon's Lair, but that's probably more appropriate <laughs> for the Dragon's, Dragon's Lair. Lair. I don't want to. I don't want to get here next week and be like, uh, shut my load last week. Uh, Sorry, people stop talking about my bulge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Um, uh, hey, we also talk about Cthulhu again on Monday. Episode seven dropped. I'm I'm proud of it. I've gotten good response. I'm very happy. Everyone seems to be very happy with it. So please, uh, check out the episode we put in the mainstream if you liked it. There are six, well, seven other episodes on Patreon waiting for you. Or if you're waiting to drop all of it at once, you can binge it. It could be a while. So we'll see. Or next week could be the last one. I don't know. We'll see. We might all die. Yep. Either in the game or in real life. That would also end the game. <laughs> Either way, yeah. Mm, this too shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, that would that would suck if somebody died and I'm like, now I feel weird doing this game. <laughs> I feel weird doing this game without Dave. Man. And it's like, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so if you die, it's we're done. But like Casey <laughs> dies, it's like, Quincy's just really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> No, really, it's fine. I got, I have Flopsy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, keep playing. It's, it's fine. I'm going to have to record a small soundboard for everybody so we can finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut to all the players and the DM reading their own copy of Ultimate <laughs> Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 to 1998 while essentially AI <laughs> plays the rest of the game. <laughs> the rest of Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, let's see. God, I've forgotten everything. I summon Cthulhu. I stop you from summoning Cthulhu. Ah, and one would say that's the call of Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual pig. (laughs) I haven't gotten to that story yet in 1001 Nights. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Sexual pig. I can't wait, though. (laughs) All right, um... 
hey, you want to be like Mike? Awesome, like Matt, Master Mold, if you want to send us something. I want to be like Mike. Hey, speaking of being like Mike, are you going to watch the new Bad Boys movie when it comes out? I think we should go see it together. Okay. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I saw the last one with Brandon, so it only makes sense that I see I this one I also saw you. the last one with Brandon. <laughs> Did that motherfucker see it twice? Because I think I saw it with him and then a different friend. Oh, that might have been me. I know it wasn't you. You didn't puke on my couch like a spigot like two years later. Um, I can't believe you. Or I could touch your balls to the bottom of a Pringles can (laughs) to narrow down who that fellow was. Oh, all right. Speaking of that 2011 Honda Accord, (laughs) that guy sold me that car. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I love how how it all comes back full circle. (laughs) I don't like the fact that Brandon 3's companied us, though. I can see he's like... If I introduce them, they're going to be better friends and phase me out. So I have to delay this as much as possible. I have a date with three friends. What am I going to do? Mm. Man, I love the first Bad Boys movie so Mm -hmm. much. So much. Did not like the second one. Why? Man, it was just so like, it was not, it it was bigger. Too much Taylioni? No, never enough (laughs) Taylioni. The second movie just was so, it was a bigger production. I didn't like that. Uh Bad Boys 1 is like, like raw. A, yeah, it is. It's raw. Michael Lowry. It was Martin Lawrence size. Big yes. Boys 2 was yeah. Will Smith size. Yeah, the Willennium. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It hit all right then. So big, big Willie style. Yeah. Na 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 na. Let's see. So if you want to send us a package or anything, really, send that to Tidebox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Uh, you want to call us, 270-883-2555. We'll do some calls eventually, sometimes. Eventually. Uh, when it feels ap- apropos. And hey, shirts.tapog.com. Got plenty of shirts. We do. So many shirts. No gone fishing shirts. No gone that, fishing shirts. That one's taken, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. Uh, then, hey, Tapog underscore podcast for Twitter and Instagram. but And Facebook, of course, you got the Tadpog meme page. Tadpog Nation for that dank shit. Discord for that sweet boy shit. Mm-hmm. And the Piggy Palace, which is the only one I'm active in. <laughs> so it's true. It's true. And then, uh, of course, we have Patreon. Yeah, we do. Um, I know I've mentioned it like a million times, but we do have a Patreon. Uh, you can find that at Patreon.com/slash/tadpog. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of cool people who uh, donate to us regularly, uh, which is absolutely fucking amazing and uh, still astounds me. Uh, I like to take a moment, so sit right there. I'm going to thank some people who donated to us on Patreon. I would like to thank lots of people. We have lots of people. This is awesome. Um, I would like to thank, I think we already thanked Cubicle Monkey. If that's the case. Oh, I don't remember. Thank you again. Okay, well, then I'll just keep going back. I think we thanked Damian Ramos. We did. All right. Postmaster General. All right. Uh, That's right. And I'd also like to thank Jonathan Martinez. I'd like to Hell thank, yes. uh, welcome aboard. That's a new donor. Welcome aboard. I hope you enjoy the bonus content uh, that we've got on Patreon. We, I should figure out, we should figure out how much content we have on there. Hours, mm-hmm. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to thank, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Is that Donnie? Donald. I think it's, that's Donnie. Is that Donnie? I know, I know Donnie from, from Facebook. Did Joey give you enough shit? Like, just give a dollar and listen to it. <laughs> How do you how do you pronounce his last name? I don't know. Valella, I think. Valella? 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 Maybe. Valella? I don't know. You tell me. Donnie V. Donnie Donnie V. The man to be. Uh, thank you for your new donation. I hope you enjoy the bonus content. Uh, and usurper. 
usurper God God damn, Grim, Grim uh, <laughs> continues to shower us with uh, his... The best number I have seen in a donation. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing number. I think that it is uh, a fine joke, and I, <laughs> I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, and I'd also like to thank Miles. That he is Miles? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. Maybe it's Ian's Miles. I don't have a last name. Was it Miles Prower? I don't know. It might be Miles Prower. Uh, but anyway, yeah. either way, uh, thank you for the new donation. We appreciate it, and uh, hope you enjoy the bonus content. If you want to be cool too, Patreon.com/slash Tadbog. Hell yeah! There you go. Um, our theme song is moved by Skimmer Drive. We do that track from the show to Tadbog.com. Mm-hmm. This episode was executive produced by Usurper Grimm, 1383, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, the Eightfold Daniel Abernathy, Platinum Member Brett Miller, Laud Dennis, and Motorcycle Baron Kevin Link. Oh, yeah. They're the ones who donate, who go above and beyond and donate mm-hmm. way more than we above deserve. Above and beyond, beyond, so, beyond, beyond, beyond. Way what? <laughs> like very much. I hate when we close this one out, Dave. Like Flopsy. All right. So until next time. Capricorn. Man, it's just let's close it out as ca- uh, Cave Manny. <laughs> or saving that for saving prehistoric man or, oh, or Chuck Rock. Or all of- <laughs> oh, shit, we have so many caveman games. Caveman games. <laughs> is Bonk? Is Bonk on here too? Bonk is on here. <laughs> Joe, we played Joe and Mac two. I don't think we played Joe and Mac one. Have we? Oh shit! I think Joe and Mac Two was on IGN's list. I don't okay. think. I don't. Think I, the first... I feel like we've done Joe and Mac though. There are probably at least four Flintstones games, right? <laughs> like yep. if the Adams Family has like three or four <laughs> games, the Flintstones <laughs> has more than that. Has to be. <laughs>